Hi, this is Drayton Allen. We want to thank all the members and subscribers of the Funny Science Fiction Group and Podcast. Our group has grown to become a regular part of nearly every sci-fi meme lover's day. We now have over 1.7 million views a month. Obviously, the lockdown has made some people so desperate for entertainment that they'll even like us. The folks at the Funny Science Fiction Podcast have had a blast interviewing and quizzing the sci-fi makers we all enjoy. As we begin our second year, we thought it would be fun to look back at some of our favorite moments of the podcast by creating a best of video. Oh, did I mention I write books too? If you're a reader, I must ask you if you've read the book that started the whole funny science fiction movement, Custodians of the Cosmos. Please slip over to Amazon and type in Drake Nallen and pick from several science fiction titles that I've written. Thanks again for your support and we're looking forward to an amazing 2022. How uncomfortable was that white suit? Because it looks like it only fit you in the shoulders and maybe the waist. Well, see, when you do a big guy call on a commercial or a video, they love to put you in smaller clothing so it looks like you're breaking out of it. (laughs) (laughs) So Yeah, it was itchy and it was 95 degrees. So literally, anytime I'm not on screen and it's in a heap, the the whole top, the, 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 the whole suit is in a heap in the corner. You know what I mean? I mean, right, right. It was. I can't tell you guys. Two days of that. It was so hot. It was so itchy. So then, in '69, they they offered me a, a role in the the Great White Hope, with James Earl Jones, which was the biggest yeah. movie in Hollywood at the time. I, I said I just knocked out the number two heavyweight in the world, Manuel Ramos. And I'm looking to fight Muhammad Ali, and you want to go send me to, to right? Spain? I said, I don't think so, you know, and, and the producer said, but I thought the deal was all done. You were just going to sign the paper. And I was leaving Fox Studios and James Earl Jones was coming up the steps and I was going down the steps and he stopped me. And he said, aren't you Jack O'Hara? And I said, aren't you James Earl Jones? And he said, <laughs> he said I, I got to ask you a question. He said, you just told Hollywood to take the biggest movie in the industry and, and stick it. And I said, <laughs> Well, I said, I don't know. It depends if you want to look at it that way. He said, I'm going to shake your hand. I never met anybody that did that. <laughs> I, yeah, instantly had a moment of fanboying as soon as you said you got Hamill to sign it. I'm like, oh. Uh, I had a moment of fangirling. So I, <laughs> yeah, I bet. And I was in the airport and I had Ray hair in and a Lucasfilm sweatshirt on and like was all Star Wars out going home. And the, um, the person from TSA comes up and she leans over. She goes, so do you like Star Wars? And I was just like, <laughs> yeah. yes, yes, I do. Uh, and she was just like, okay, well, don't look over there. Uh, that guy that's like the main guy, like Luke is is over there. Awesome. And I and I look up and then the lane over is Mark Hamill, like going through security, which is always funny seeing celebrities go through normal right. things like the rest of us. So I look at her and I'm like, you mean Mark Hamill? And she goes, yeah, whatever. Just don't say anything. And like walked away. And I was holding my poster because I didn't want it bent. So I was this crazy person that carried it onto the plane. Uh, So I was holding it and I was like, okay, I have literally five seconds to decide what I'm doing here. And I was like, you know what? I'm going for it. So he's about to get up from the bench he's on. And I'm like, excuse me. I'm so sorry to bother you. Do you mind signing this? And he like (laughs) looks up at me and I have the Ray buns in and everything. And he just smiles and he goes, sure. Oh, that's uh, of course I will. And then he goes, "Do you have a pen?" And then I went, <gasps> and then he like reaches over to this little kid and takes his sharpie, and he goes, "So who should I make it out to?" And I'm like, "Lacey, you could put whatever you want on it. I don't really care. Just to, like." <laughs> and I'm like, so I'm really freaking out. The security guy's laughing at. Me. 
Hello and welcome to the Funny Science Fiction Podcast. Okay, now, you're just using your... that as an expression, the kicking the donkey. Okay, <laughs> just, just to clarify exactly. that for our audience. I didn't want, I didn't want anybody to get upset. We don't need all meals. This is a donkey safe environment. Yes. So... <laughs> <laughs> Hi, this is Keith from Voltron, saying hello and welcome to the Funny Science Fiction Podcast. I, I went to work to do a commercial for a woman that I had worked for quite extensively in the past, and then suddenly for a couple of years she didn't use me, and suddenly here she is again. And hi, hi, how are you doing? Lovely to see you and all that. And then she, I thought she said, here, I'm going to play you this commercial. I want you to match what this guy did. Oh, okay. And she fires it off and it starts. And this voice, this wonderful voice comes out and he's so good. I, thought, I can't match that. Jeez, this guy's, oh man, I'm in trouble. And we get about three lines in and suddenly something popped in my head and I realized, oh my God, that's me. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Funny Science Fiction Podcast. Perry always seems to foil your plans with a push of a button. And the public wants to know, why do you put a self-destruct buttons on your innators? Well, I think it's, it's only prudent. I mean, I would rather have a self-destruct button and not need it then need one and not have it, right? You can't make, you can't make it a nather without a self-destruct button. How would it even function? Everything goes, everything's wired through the self-destruct button. <laughs> All right. So many crazy things, things that we did. I was telling somebody today about uh, a time that me and two of my friends uh, crawled for six miles underneath uh, uh, Mobile uh, in the the drainage tunnels because we found these drainage <laughs> tunnels that were like five feet wide and I was I was almost as tall as I am now so we did the whole you know like we took sticks for rats and snakes and the flashlights <laughs> with just like one battery in the meat you know, and, and, and like we're doing like this through these tunnels and then we came up and we were like wait that's and we we, we found like a drainage thing we could come up and look at it, and it was like wait that's that's Overlook Church. That's like three miles from my house. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Funny Science Fiction Podcast. Yeah. Uh, on my set, the, the thing was uh, Gaunt Gary. I was at the time, uh, just a coincidence, I thought I was uh, going to be a great pool hustler. That, that was what I was into. Um, I, I had been doing a lot of shows, so I had a lot of m money. Uh, not really a lot of money, but enough money for a beginner to think I can buy my own put-together pool cue. That's how much money I had. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> and a case. I put a case and a thing. Uh, so, which is a no-no. I mean, that's the last thing you want to do if you're a pool hustler. <laughs> it's like a tell. I mean, oh, yeah, I'm not going to play this guy. He's got his own, what is he? <laughs> Are you kidding? Hello and welcome to the Funny Science Fiction Podcast. The Rise of Kylo Ren, if you've read the comics. Um, mm -hmm. Because it's planned that way, I think the lone wolf and cub that is the Mandalorian is not going to shift away from that dynamic. Uh, there's going to, because a lot of people will operate on on unknown information but 
as my dyad Chaco likes to say, you know, there are two types of people, those who can extrapolate from missing information. And <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Funny Science Fiction Podcast. So at the end of Last Jedi, I, for the first time, I had no idea where Star Wars is going to go. You know, even the prequels, we knew how they were going to end. I had right. no idea where Star Wars is going to go. So they, they just brought back Satan, I guess, space Satan, the emperor. Space like, Satan. so Satan, well, <laughs> Satan was the word. guy, space Satan was the guy telling her. So it didn't matter that Kylo Ren made a choice or it didn't matter that because it was just space Satan, everybody. Space devil made you do it. Come on. That's the laziest writing. Like, give me a break, you know? Hello, and welcome to the Funny Science Fiction Podcast. The first thing I thought was, oh my God, everyone's going to know it's me, and it doesn't even sound like her. It sounds just like me, and they're going to look at me and go, why did they cast you? So we were with, it's an actor's nightmare. We were with my agent's friend who didn't know me that well. And when we got off the ride, he went, you sounded exactly like Leia. And then people in the, when we were in there, people were like, oh my God, is that Carrie Fisher? They were like talking amongst themselves. And I thought, oh, okay, I just got validated as an actor nice, or as a voice nice. actor. Yeah. <clears throat> well, apparently Dave Filoni saw that. And I don't know, five years later called me and said, uh, hey, I want you to come in and do a little thing for um, Disney. It's a little in-house project. So I went in and did a kind of a, a motion capture or performance capture. I wore the helmet and I had to talk to our uh, C3PO and R2D2 and I had to do a scene with them. I think he wanted to see if I could act as opposed to just having the voice. Right. So as soon as I did that, he said, okay, you're going to be coming in for Rebels in a couple. Hello and welcome to the Funny Science Fiction Podcast. The 1983 reboot where they made the feature film of, uh, of those four episodes. Uh, the, I thought that they, they made a much better creature when they had the money to do a proper creature yeah. on the wing with the John Lithgow version of that. But um, there's another funny story that this was directed, by the way, by Richard Donner. You know, went on to direct Superman and Lethal Weapon and all yes. those great films. Well, apparently uh, uh, Donner, they were working on uh, the tank stage because not only did they have to have a big wind machines on that wing, but they had to have water. So it had to be done on the tank. And mm -hmm. one day Richard Donner was walking over to get a cup of coffee and he heard a scream and he kind of came racing back to the set and they looked down at the bottom of the tank, this concrete floor, and um, William Shatner was lying on the floor as if he had fallen and broken his neck and was dead. And people were freaking out. And then Shatner stood up and said, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> Moments like that can be a little crazy. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the Funny Science Fiction Podcast. You know, I'm old, but I'm probably not as old as you think I am. I went into a gas station the other day to get a Diet Sunkissed Orange, because that's something I like to get myself. And the cashier, as she was ringing me up, said, hey, you look like an older Harrison Ford. And it's amazing how many thoughts can go through your head in the three seconds from the cashier to the door. I'm like, hey, Harrison Ford is pretty good looking. Nice. I think he's older than me. He's 77 and I'm 56. Hey, young lady, 
Uh, never mind. I should have moisturized. That's that is so insulting to call you an older Harrison Ford. You're like Harrison yeah. Ford's looked old since the '80s. Like, yeah. What is good? Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah, like, yeah. It's no. I used to do that joke difference. I different. I used to go back and say, "Hey, what's your point of reference?" And she's like, <laughs> "What do you mean?" I'm like, "What's the last Harrison Ford movie you saw?" And I would always do the last one that came out like the last one uh i think is the one with the dog uh, oh call of the wild yep. yeah call yeah call oh wild, yeah so. he looks super old in that one that one yeah. uh, that one or uh if he had if he, they had chosen 42 the jackie robinson story where he plays branch ricky yeah uh, oh man he he looked rough yeah in that movie. <laughs> Now that oh. joke really went over well when the second Blade Runner came out because oh, <laughs> she would say the cashier would say Blade Runner and I'm like, oh that's great. She said, yeah, the second one. <laughs> and, <you know. laughs> Hi, I'm Zach and I'm Dylan. We're from some nobodies. We want to welcome you to the Funny Science Fiction Podcast. It was such an intriguing question, and it really it it threw me for like an hour. I literally shut all all my devices off. I'm like, what does inspire me to be creative? Is it my like my childhood, or is it just my uh, my my want to talk, or am I just an egomaniac? And I had a hard time. I literally had to lay on the floor, and I was like breaking down as a human. I'm like, why am I creative? What am I? Why why do I do this? Like I, I can't do it anymore. Oh man. So I, I am I am both pleased and upset. You didn't ask me that because it it it, it, bothered, <laughs> it really bothered me. Hi, this is Jeff Duoskin, and welcome to the Funny Science Fiction Podcast. You know, I always surprise myself. You know, you asked one of my favorite. One of my favorites was John Iman, and he he was on an episode of The Twilight Zone, which yeah. is why I wanted to talk to him. And there was just so much more, and so many other stories, and. It's funny, his episode like on YouTube did it really well compared to how I do on YouTube. It did mm -hmm. great, like really great, like a lot of listens. So I mean, some of must have gotten some algorithm there, but it was such an interesting thing. And he was in this uh, carnation ad in like 1959, I think. And so I actually, I went on eBay and I bought the, the Life magazine that he was in, got the ad, mailed it to him, he signed it, sent it oh, back cool. to me and I have a frame now on my wall. And so, awesome. you know, so that, that was really cool. And it was just like, I'm really into like, I love that old, the old, um, advertising style. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah. Yeah. Those old style. So I was like, you were yeah, I'm like, once I found that out, I was like, this, while I was talking to him, <laughs> if you listen to the interview, I'll go, I'm going to buy that. And I'm going to mail it to you. Like it was in my immediate reaction. It wasn't like something I thought of later. It was like, as, as we're talking about it, I'm like, I'm going to find that. Hello, this is Josh Pruitt and welcome to the funny science fiction podcast. And they're, they're kind of, they've got those radio um, mics and mm -hmm. like that came directly from the, my storyboard sequence. So there's little things like I put a box of ham dingers in there and like, Joel's like, yeah, we probably don't need those. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, yeah, but I, you know, I wanted to try. Like at one point I had a gag in there of like, um, I thought it'd be funny if Jonah had a pet constellation. And so I added like Sirius the dog. And so I had, there was a moment where the, the constellation came and like bit the SOL because it looked like a bone. It looks like a bone. And then like takes it off screen. <laughs>
Greetings, this is Lord Emperor Starscream, and welcome to the Funny Science Fiction Podcast. <laughs> oh, absolutely. In terms of classic Trek, I mean, when I was a kid, I used to watch, um, uh, I think it was uh, The Voyage Home, uh, Star Trek IV, very often. Um, because it was, it was a fun, you know, time travel story and, and the, the humpback whales and everything that was, that was fascinating as a kid, like, oh my gosh, a giant tube in space that talks whale, this is amazing. <laughs> but my mom always would tell me, you know, William Shatner was your, was your real father. And I'm like, yeah, okay, mom, sure. <laughs> but to this day, she's like, no, really, William Shatner was your real father. And I'm like, I don't believe that. <laughs> hey this is mick manhattan the scene snob and welcome to the funny science fiction podcast tim there's three people who definitely hate this movie that's you that's me and that's david lynch um yeah the man made the movie so that says something <laughs> uh, now i will say this why what makes me hate dune uh have you seen it it's Fair enough. Terrible. <laughs> the whole thing is just long. It's a slow burn of stupid. And that's as, as I and I've seen that movie twice now in my life. Unfortunately, one because so many people, you know, if one because you have to watch it the first time because everybody talks about it, um, right? And then the second time because I was like, am I wrong? Am I just am I just wrong in this? Like, it seems like so many people really love this movie that maybe I'm just not seeing something, and. I'll tell you that second time I did see something exactly what I saw the first time. <laughs> stupid movie. Um, it, it did not get any better. I don't care what names are in it. Not, and you know what? It turned me off to the police and sting. I'm sorry. I can't even listen to their music anymore without thinking about those little metal undies. <laughs> Hello, this is Anna Graves. Welcome to the funny science fiction podcast. Yeah, so I, if I get more pets moving forward in the world, I would probably name them fun, nerdy names that make me happy. But my phone, I have called, my daughter asked me this last week. She's like, Mom, why when you plug in your phone, does it say Duchess? <laughs> and I said, well, honey, I named my phone Duchess. And she's like, why? I said, because that was one of my favorite characters that I played. So my phone is called Duchess. And there then we go. call, you know, I have a black car. I call that Shiro. That's Shiro, the black lion. Nice. Mm -hmm. Right. And we have a white car. I call that Stormtrooper, but my husband calls it Gordon. Gordon. <laughs> that is a good name for a car, the though. Stormtrooper's name is Gordon. Hi, this is Robin Curtis, and welcome to the Funny Science Fiction Podcast. We, I also, I will tell you this, and this isn't really funny, but because sometimes working on a set can be so tedious. I mean, and I really don't mean that, that's not, I don't mean to sound insulting to, to the profession. Um, just that it's a lot of hurry up and wait and you repeat mm -hmm. things quite frequently. Right. So there I was, there I was that day right behind Bill. And I thought, well, I'm going to try, I'm going to try to find the seam between where his hair, real hair begins and where, and where that fabulous piece he's wearing starts. And, and I found, I thought I found it. I thought I found it. And, and, and that, and, and that was just my own little private uh, a game that I played with myself um, because someone <laughs> someone was working his hair every two seconds. You know, the, 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 they would come over with a pick and make make sure it was all in place, and and rightfully so because he's awesome and he's brilliant and he's the star. But so that was that was Robin's little 
little. Um, you really looked like you were concentrating. Like exactly. you were so that focused. My mindless <laughs> focus was, I'm, I, you know, I was, I was trying to exercise science fiction-y um, powers, you know, looking like, like, like a laser right through his layers. Anyway. Hello, my name is Jim Brophy and you're listening to the Funny Science Fiction Podcast. I had a seven and a half hour makeup as Shaku. And one of the makeup artists, which I've, I've since found out who it was, but I won't name him here. His name is Dan something. He wrote, I love Vigo on my butt cheeks and then took a photo and gave Vigo <laughs> that photo. So legend has it. Um, so, yeah, because I, because I, because we would all just, we all loved working with Vigo so much. We would come in and say, oh, Vigo's so cool. You know, Vigo's amazing and we love Vigo. <laughs> and I think that people just got, people got sick of hearing it. So. It's your friendly neighborhood, Master Alan, and welcome to the Funny Science Fiction Podcast. Now, our guest today is a longtime sci-fi <laughs> and Star Wars fan, so much so that he started a lightsaber company called Level Up Lightsabers. started accumulating different durable lightsabers from different manufacturers and running my class with those. And I have found that I can hand anybody something that looks more or less like this. And whether it lights up or not, they have this much trouble pretending that it's a lightsaber. <laughs> Hi, this is Mike from Props to History, and you're listening to the Funny Science Fiction Podcast. You've made some really cool props in as far as cosplay goes. And yes, even for a horse, like you had just mentioned. And I love how happy the horse was and how he like, he didn't want to like take it off. Ah, uh, an addendum. That, addendum. Story, that story got attached to that picture the day I posted it. It's not even remotely true. Oh, okay. the, horse, the horse didn't care, but she didn't have feelings about it either way. <laughs> But that story is is completely fabricated. So the horse's owner, her name is Bree. The horse is named Mona, just to set that up. Um, Bree and I have been friends for years. We were all sitting around on the porch, I believe is how the story goes. And we may have been drinking a lot of bourbon. <laughs> and she said, hey, my, her horse, Mona, she had been showing Mona for years, well over a decade, and she was going to retire her from showing. And the last show she was going to do was the uh, World Clydesdale Show in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. And they, it's in October. So they have a costume class because it's near Halloween. And drunkenly, I'm pretty sure she asked me, can you do this? And drunkenly, I responded with, how hard can it be? And I started the process of building a, 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 a more or less semi-functional uh, you know, <laughs> stem to stern costume of an AT-AT from Empire Strikes Back. And it was fully lit. It had sound. Every time she stepped, the sound of the uh, AT-AT played. And it took about nine months, really, to build because it was constant fitting and refitting to make sure that she was not uncomfortable, that it wasn't negatively affecting her in any way. And we started out from the beginning that if she was stressed by it, we'd abandon it from the start. And it was fine with that. Well, I got done with it a couple of months before the show and posted it online. And it went 
bonkers. Um, it's so far, according to Facebook's analytics, it's been seen by 160 million people worldwide. Um, it wound up apparently on a billboard in Japan. There's a guy that sells t-shirts <laughs> with it on it. I didn't watermark the picture because I didn't think anyone would care. This is me not, not thinking about it as what it is. So it's been reused and reused. It ended up in the New York Post. There was an article written about it on CNET, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And the folks of the Clydesdale community, the horse community in general, actually, went bonkers over it. They were absolutely elated by it. And apparently no one really took the costume class seriously until that year. <laughs> and everyone took it hyper serious because they're like, we're not getting shown up by a walking tank. Hi, this is Jeff Swampy Marsh, Balthazar Cavendish, and Major Francis Monogram of the OWCA saying, welcome to the Funny Science Fiction Podcast. Carl, where are my trousers? You know, the, the, just because we could use the line, uh, neither of my parents were there for my birth. <laughs> yes. There is something wonderfully nonsensical about that that brings me joy. Um, close to that is uh, Doofenshmirtz singing the song with love handled it. You know, my mother's love was always inexplicably linked to kickball. <laughs> you know... That's great. That is great. <laughs> and Tim falls out of his chair. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Hello, this is Matt Mann from TikTok, the head of the Church of Star Wars, and you're listening to the Funny Science Fiction Podcast. Please rise. I honestly, I just, I got home that night and I just had this idea in my head. I was just like, you know, they basically, Filoni and Favreau basically saved this franchise. Um, and then the idea just popped in my head. And believe it or not, so not a lot of people know this, it was never intended to be a Monty Python mix. In my head, I was just like, <laughs> okay, I need, a, I, I've obviously grew up watching Monty Python and stuff like that. But I, I guess in the back of my head, it just kind of was there. Because I, I just kind of said to myself, like, all right, I need a priest voice. And then I just did whatever silly voice came up into my head. And then everyone started commenting, hey, that's the priest from Monty Python. I'm like, oh, shoot, you're right. I guess it is. <laughs> so the, the merger was like a complete accident, like a happy little accident. Um, and then eventually after that, that's when I started to incorporate like actual like skits from Monty Python into like the merger. Hi, I'm Jeffrey Weissman, and you're watching or listening to the Funny Science Fiction Podcast. At first, it was a little over four hours a day, um, and then uh, we got it down to maybe three and a half hours. Uh, I uh, Usually, if I needed to be on the set by nine in the morning, I'd have to be in the makeup chair by 4.30 a.m. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, and then oh. we'll power at the end of the day to, um, you know, to take it off. So here's that, that uh, this is a Polaroid uh, of the profile of the young George makeup. Is that sharing on the screen okay? Yeah, yeah. that's great. Wow. So that's you in makeup right there. Yeah. Wow. Did nice. you think it was Crispin? I did, actually. That's why they didn't want Crispin to see my pictures. <laughs> my name's Bryn Smith and this is the Funny Science Fiction Podcast. 
this one is one of the Ooh. scariest things I have, which is a taser spear, which I like to say is like Mandalorians, but I actually, this used to just be a prop that I made back in my freshman year that was for like some little skit I was doing for a YouTube video. And then just this last year, I was like, that's kind of boring. I should make that thing work. And so I just put a whole little taser unit on it. And yeah, it's terrifying. Now, is it just a light and sound or can you actually tase somebody a little bit? With it's it? about 30,000 volts of electricity. And I tased my leg one time and I completely like crippled myself and fell to the floor and spilled a drink <laughs> all over. It was horrible. <laughs> so it does work. Okay. <laughs> oh, wow. really works. Computer. Reset lights. This is Grant, bringing you David Sobolov in the Funny Science Fiction Podcast. At the end of the day, we're going to work, and we want to you know, produce a great product for everybody. So, Travis, um, we did that first line, did you think you could hide? If I did it right now in my home, someone would call the police. <laughs> and they always say that the uh, sound booth is a great place to murder someone because you scream like crazy, and people just, oh, they're just doing a party. <laughs> and then they could just you know dispose of the body later in the evening <laughs> hi this is og banks and welcome to the funny science fiction podcast he's he's cool he is real cool and sweet christmas now when it came to sweet christmas i was like who says sweet christmas and christmas? <laughs> you know i was like did he get candy for christmas <laughs> What is this sweet Christmas? Now, I thought it was a holiday thing, but then no. they had me fighting, fighting monsters and saying sweet Christmas after I, after I beat them up, you know? So I was like, I was like, that's, that's pretty cool. What, how did they, who came up with sweet Christmas? Who thinks of that? Yeah, it was, a, it was a euphemism for, for profanity because I believe it was his grandmother did not like profanity. Uh-huh. Okay. And, and oh, so... Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, and so so uh, instead of saying other words that would get him in trouble uh, around around his grandmother, it was uh, <laughs> sweet Christmas, sweet sweet Christmas. Sweet so, are we going to allow Luke Cage euphemisms on our show now? Because uh, bingo, I'm so for that. <laughs> uh, I don't know about you, but I've been saying sweet Christmas for years. So uh. <laughs> See, I, I am all for the the strange not swearing. Let's do it. <laughs> Hi, this is Richard Upcar. Welcome to the Funny Science Fiction Podcast. So one of your credits is playing Gotham City's own Clown Prince of Crime, who I happen to love. In case Yes, I see the picture behind your head. <laughs> I'll be okay. <laughs> I'm going to need a couple minutes. I'll be right oh my back. Gosh, no. So he has been portrayed from a quick Google search for me. Joker has been portrayed by over 30 actors throughout the years. So how do you make such a well-known role? But I'm the only good one. That's hard to say. <laughs> That's hard to say. Because Mark Hamill's also really good. No, Mark is great. And, you know, the, the funny thing about uh, with Mark and me is that uh, Mark has done, the, done him forever. You know, mm -hmm. he's done him. For a long time and when i first started doing them uh people thought i was trying to copy mark which is impossible because i've never actually heard mark to this day i've never heard mark's joker but uh but mark was really sweet i was on facebook one time and somebody kind of accused me of doing that and i said thank you for the compliment but i've never heard mark's joker and mark actually came on and said uh well i've heard yours and i think it's wonderful 
Hi, this is Art Bell, and welcome to the Funny Science Fiction Podcast. Okay, so I had to come up with the first, I, you know, I, I, I was at Comedy Central, and we needed a tagline. So I had to come up with a tagline, and I hired a guy named Danny Abelson, who interestingly worked at, at National Lampoon. And he came back with a tagline. And he explained it to me, said, you know, listen, the most important things in life are, and I said, money, he said, no. And then he went on, and he said, it's about, you know, the most important thing in life is we live and then we die. And that's really hard, but we, we can think about it. And I said, all right, what's the tagline? He said, the tagline is, we're all going to die, watch Comedy Central. And I thought that was the greatest tagline for us in the world. And I'll tell you why. Because I called my brother, who was 26 at the time. And I said, Hey, Larry, what do you think of this tagline? He started cracking up, right? He says, that's a great tagline. <laughs> then I called my father. And I said, Hey dad, we just, you know, we came up with this new tagline for the channel. I told him the tagline. My father says, you can't say that. That's not funny. Now the whole idea of comedy central is we were trying to appeal to guys like my brother, not guys like my father for all kinds of reasons. Cause we were sure. young, edgy comedy. So there you go. Problem solved. <laughs> and uh, that was our first, our first tagline. Sword of Omens, come to my hand. I, Lion-O, command it. Hi, this is Larry Kenny, the voice of Lion-O, welcoming you to the Funny Science Fiction Podcast. Thundercats! Ho! You'll get to a point in the script where uh, one of your characters is having dialogue with another one of your characters. <laughs> now, most of the other folks, I think, used to like to do them all one voice at one time, and then go back and then do the other voice at the time. I always prefer to do them um, in real time, as I, as I call it. Mm -hmm. uh, in other words, if, if Lion-O is talking with the Jackal Man, who's one of the voices I did too, uh, <laughs> instead of doing all the Lion-O and then all the Jackal Man, I would just do it straight through, like, um, well, Jackal Man, I see you're up to no good. Yes, that's right, Lion-O, and we're going to get you, Thundercats. No, you're not. Yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. It's more fun to do, and they give you a chance to show up a little bit. Yeah. Hi, this is Astronaut Abby, and welcome to the Funny Science Fiction Podcast. When I was on the way back from Florida, um, having just kind of seen this launch, uh, I ran into someone in the airport in TSA in the security line, and this is why no matter how annoyed I am now when I travel, I will always still be thankful for TSA um, because I was stuck in a TSA line waiting to get my bag scanned and all of that. And I turned around and standing just a couple people behind me was an astronaut. And I was traveling with my mom at the time, of course, because I was um, 13 years old. And I pointed him out to her, nudged her, did the whole, you know, rude kid thing, like pointing and very obvious. And she looks over at him and looks back at me and says, Abby, that's not an astronaut. And I said, yes, it is. That's Luca Parmitano. And she goes, no, it's not. Um, and then she says to me, not all bald men are astronauts. And, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like 99.99% like .99 of the time she would have been right. Like she would have been like, you know, that person, like, sure, maybe he looks a little bit like him, but just because he's bald doesn't mean it's astronaut Luca. And I was absolutely certain that it was. And so once we were through security, I waited and I went and I introduced myself to him. And luckily for me, it was Luca, because otherwise that would have been a really awkward conversation. <laughs> yeah. 
great Hera. Who to believe that Shannon Farnan would be introducing these funny science fiction videos? Um, to greet people who find out that I was Wonder Woman on Super Friends and challenging Super Friends, it, their eyes just light up like saucers. And so many of them tell me what my performance, what my voice gave to her, did in their lives. And it often has changed lives. It's given young girls the sense of empowerment that they too can do wonderful things. And that now I have the parents and the grandparents coming to me at, at comic conventions and sharing that this is becoming intergenerational because, and now they're back on what is it, HBO Max, the whole series. Mm -hmm. Yes, so it is. For me, this has been, who would I rather represent more than this woman who believed in truth and justice and goodwill toward all men? Hi, this is Joshua Schubert from The Tick, and welcome to the Funny Science Fiction Podcast. There was this crazy scene in season one where all of us were shooting machine guns in this open field, and I wasn't holding it properly, so the spent casings kept hitting Michael in the head over and over and over again. So, <laughs> so I hit him in the head like 20 times with these things and uh they 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 called cut and like he was like josh the man can you just like angle it right they're really hot and they hurt and i was like oh my god i'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. <laughs> well and he's bald in the show too so i mean yeah. you know it's not like it's not like uh it's hitting hair no so. it's just hitting the skin just burning that skin oh that's funny yeah <laughs> that is the way to make friends with your coworkers. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Or in their skin. Hi, this is Hal Rail. And Hi, I am the Hal, and welcome to the Funny Science Fiction Podcast. I'm sorry, Dave, I can't do that. The technical difficulties that scared the crap out of me and the computers are taking over Whew. okay if you were to take two characters that you have and done and did a crossover with them which two characters would you like to see come together to see do a show together oh um hmm. doyle clever because i i love uh I love old Doyle. He was a great guy out in Galaxy High School. Yeah. Uh, you know, pretty much he got ripped off and then, and then he he found himself in uh, Futurama with somebody else doing the voice. Uh, <laughs> and uh, let me think, who else? Alfred Hitchcock. I was the Alfred Hitchcock for uh, Universal Studios as well as the HAL 9000. So, yeah, those two would get along well. Interesting. I'm sorry. I don't think we can go there. <laughs> nice. Why not? I'm not allowed to say. <laughs> Why not? 
How would you like to know strangulation with a gentleman's necktie? Why not? <laughs> oh, that's great. I love it. Hi, this is Daniel Jose Older. Welcome to the Funny Science Fiction Podcast. I read the script first, um, which was really cool because I was writing Last Shot, and that was my first Star Wars novel. So they, they brought me out to read the script in a room where all this Star Wars stuff was happening around me, and there was a life-size Ahsoka figure just standing over me with the lightsaber. And I was like, how am I supposed to concentrate? He's <laughs> right there. You know, and of course I had to sign off like, you know, my soul and my everything else, you know, for the NDAs and everything because the movie hadn't come out yet. It was still being made, but it was worth it. You know how many selfies I had taken with Ahsoka the whole time? I've been like, ah. Right. I think I limited my selfies to the Yoda fountain. Mostly <laughs> because that's, that's in public and I didn't, I didn't know if I was allowed to take pictures down there. Oh, gotcha. That's probably a safe bet you know that that's got to be one of the scarier contracts in the world to sign is oh, yeah. a disney star wars contract like that is there's basically drones all around my house at any given moment with laser <laughs> i know what your soul and your new your firstborn hello it's colonel roy campbell here from metal gear solid also known as paul eiding welcome to the funny science fiction podcast so if you think about it, what's an everyday condition that you think would make a great tier two hero like Reflux? Oh, well. Uh, <laughs> oh, I've done a few of them. Uh, uh, sneezing. Okay. Uh, and I did that in uh, the... Uh, oh, God. What, uh, I played Nozone in the Toxic Crusaders. Oh, yeah. Okay. And my power, no zones power. Okay, I got to make a funny face because that's the only way I can do it. No zone's not like this because he, uh, no zone was a, a test pilot who <laughs> flew through a hole in the ozone and fell, it crashed into a vat of radioactive pepper. <laughs> it could happen. And he became fused with one leg, was part of his airplane wheel. And his superpower was sneezing. And <laughs> so I had to do all that. And I can't do it now because I'll spit all over my screen. Uh, and I'm not kidding you. We had to wipe off my script. Hi, this is Michelle C. Smith. And welcome to the Funny Science Fiction Podcast. When I'm when I'm working, where what's considered like an easy day, uh, I was on Charmed. It must have been like a few years ago, and mm -hmm. my job for the day was aside from like the acting part of it. Uh, I was the character had been hung by whatever magical forces, so I was hanging from the ceiling with a magnetic rope around my neck, but I was hanging in a harness, and my job was just to like hang there limply for this like five minute shot which is actually really really challenging because all of your weight sort of settled in the harness and you're trying not to move at all and that was an easy day and i was just like yeah no big deal and so like this conversation you have with people oh, what did you do today oh i just got hung from the ceiling 
I hung out. I, I hung out on the charm set. Yeah, <laughs> so strange. It's it, so it does strange. sound significantly easier than tumbling down a twenty-foot ravine, but it was. It was, and I'm not saying it wasn't painful, but like my whole job was just like, don't move, don't breathe, but you're hanging and all of your weight, and so there, there's a whole like system to it because when you hang, gravity's there, but you're being pulled up by the harnesses. So they're trying not to make it look like the costume is being pulled up or that your okay. feet are dangling too much. And so, like, it's a pretty big setup, but that's an easy day where you're just like, oh, I got, I got paid to just pretend to be hung today. <laughs> no big deal. Like sure literally enough. no big deal. It's <laughs> <laughs> such a weird concept though. It's so weird. It's such a strange world to work in. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but. Hi, I'm Jeremy Roberts and welcome to a funny science fiction podcast. We were shooting, well, funny to everyone. I didn't, I, I, I didn't, I, I saw the humor in it later, but it wasn't at the time. I, uh, we were, it was at 90, 90 degrees in Hollywood and we'd shot a day and, you know, people weren't passing out, but they could tell with that makeup you're having to wear, it's, it's going to have a problem. So I'm going to, and I, I came in ill the second or third day and we'd shot some things. And I just, I had to explain to them, I think I've got the flu or something because I, uh, every moment I feel like I'm going to hurl. And so they had attached a, like a, a zipper up the back of my head so that if it ever got so bad that I had to, because there's not a lot of exit space on on these costumes when you have it over your head. And inevitably, yeah, I felt that moment during the shot. And I, I, I told them quickly, they ran over, they unzipped it, and they took it off, and I hurled off the stage. And, okay. Ah, pleasant. Good stuff to tell fans. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they said, we just can't put you back in it. We can't put you back in that. You, this is, we can't. The, the insurance alone would allow us to keep put back in it. So the guy who's sitting next to me, for five hours every day putting this makeup on because he's a stand-in. They gave him the part, the rest of it, or they figured out something. He got his SAG card. So I, I, I've never gotten a thank you for that. Ah, <laughs> and being in the show, he became famous. Hey, this is Clayton Sandell and welcome to the Funny Science Fiction Podcast. Something that uh, I still can't believe happened, but I finally, finally caught up with Harrison Ford and got to chat with Harrison Ford briefly one, once. And uh, my wife was with me, and it was it was great. He was he was as gracious and as kind as you would imagine Harrison Ford to be. But I was so incredibly nervous talking to him that, <laughs> in the course of about a two minute conversation, I ended up introducing him to my wife, and then. Halfway through the conversation, introduced him to my wife again, and uh, then the two of them proceeded to make fun of me for doing that. Oh, oh boy, yeah, course. yeah, it was awesome. It was awesome. Hello, this is Michael Bell, and welcome to the Funny Science Fiction Podcast. My mom permanently banned me from watching Darkwing Duck. After I told an adult to suck gas evildoer when I was about the age of four. Um, so I have been banned from watching Darkwing Duck since then. Until 
three years ago. Yesterday. <laughs> yeah, good. <laughs> well, no, my mom still says the band is my, my mom still says the band's in, in effect. But about three years ago, my husband found the complete series on DVD and bought it to bought it for me, much to my mom's disgust. Can sure. you do can you do Quacker Jack's voice? <laughs> it's playtime! Oh, <laughs> I love it. Oh, Kathleen's mother, you want to play? <laughs> uh, I think we just found the the preloaded clip for next next yeah. episode. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it so much. I I love Darkwing Duck. Quacker Jack is that to Kathleen's mother this afternoon. All right. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be in so much trouble. It'll be okay. <laughs> she lives too much. Uh. I'll be safe. That's so funny. When I was a kid, I wasn't allowed to watch porno, and you weren't allowed to watch Quacker Jack. What a difference in age. <laughs> you know. So there's that. Parenting changes. <laughs> Hi, my name is Renee Jacobs, and I did the voice of April O'Neil on the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and I'm on funny science fiction podcast. <laughs> Welcome. I had the funniest experience. So I went to this fabulous little Comic-Con in East Lansing put on by Adam Winters. Uh, sweetest guy. It was a lovely um, experience. I had so many wonderful fans come. It was really fun. So I get off the plane and I'm like smelling. I'm like, oh my God, it smells like grass and not the kind you, you know, um, grass the green stuff on the, the yes the, the, the medical things yes understood of course <laughs> no not the medical things grass oh the actual grass be. okay <laughs> i knew that of course that's what we were talking about why would it be anything else on a family-friendly science fiction show because the biggest manufacturer of that area is like 20 minutes from my house oh okay well <laughs> Just don't remember Lansing smelling like fresh mowed grass when I was a kid. <laughs> and it is one of those things that when you you get to the green part of the state and you're like, oh, trees and oxygen. Hi, I'm Armin Schimmelman, and welcome to Funny Science Fiction Podcast. They absolutely love your character. And your your character is is from what everything that I can see and everything that I have read is a universally loved and respected character. So I'm very glad that you came back and that you gave it another attempt. Well, thank you. I, 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 as much as I wanted to do it, there was a half hour when I wasn't sure. And uh, I had the opportunity to visit an old friend of mine long before Star Trek, a man named Jonathan Frakes. Uh, for you, Tim, he was Riker on... on uh, yes, the man who cannot sit in a chair normally. Yes, I understand. My first childhood crush. <laughs> and uh, and I spoke to Jonathan for about a half hour and with my qualms about having to do this because wearing the makeup is a burdensome. And uh, and he he very much uh, convinced me into doing it. I think the, the closer was at the end of our conversation, this uh, rugged, rugged Englishman came into the trailer, Patrick Stewart, and uh, heard a little bit of our conversation and he turned to me and he didn't know me very well, but he said, Armin, you have to do it. So that was it. <laughs> 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 
Yeah, I think if Patrick Stewart walked anywhere where I was at and I was contemplating to do or not to do, and he said do, I I think I would take that advice. Yeah, I did. So we we blame it all on Patrick, <laughs> on Jonathan, but certainly on Patrick. But it it was an easy choice. I was just daunted by the uh, the idea of wearing that prosthetic makeup for uh, as long as I had to wear it. Um, but my dear wife, a very smart lady. A couple of years into the show, when I was complaining about the makeup, she wisely said to me, Armin, and remember that I was a huge Star Trek fan. She said, uh, if you want to be a knight, you have to wear the armor. <laughs> so I wore the armor and, and shut up about how, how difficult it was. Hello, this is Pinky, a.k.a. Rob Paulson. And you, you genius people, are listening to the Funny Science Fiction Podcast. Nerve. Pinky and Carl Weezer. Um, <laughs> that was my choice. Yes. Thank you. Uh, because, because Pinky and Carl are sadly cut from the same cloth in a lot of ways. <laughs> but, you know, Pinky may not have croissants, but he has croissant-flavored food pellets. And... Kyle just going, dude, I don't know what your story is, but all I know is I am so into Jimmy's mom because Jimmy's mom has got it going on. You know. <laughs> Turns out there's a very fine line between funny and felony. That's what I learned. Yeah, I think one of my favorite things about Carl is his love of llamas, though. Oh, I love them. They're the best things. As long as I just don't. I like llamas to pet, not to eat. Oh, no. No. <sighs> llamas are friends, not food. Yes, that's right. Thank you, Kathleen. I was not prepared for a Carl Weezer version of Jimmy's mom has got it going on. <laughs> not even close. But. Hi, this is Bob Bergen, and we will be welcome to the Funny Science Fiction Podcast, folks. And combine them so that they would work together in a show. Which two characters would you pick to work together? I don't know. Um, <laughs> what, what about... I did a film years ago called The Emperor's New Groove, where I play a squirrel. Mm -hmm. What about the squirrel and Porky Pig, which I'm mm. now combining studios, which is just a, that's a lawsuit ready to happen. <laughs> but, um, but you might have, you know, Bucky's you know, like, come again. I can't understand that word you're saying. What do you mean you can't understand me? I I talk fine. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. You don't even speak English. Well, I try. <laughs> I'll be fine in a minute. Hi, I'm Amber Hollinger, and you're listening to Funny Science Fiction Podcast. We've had an opportunity to talk with Dan uh, Pavenmeyer as well uh, on yeah. the show here, and, and Dan talked about that show. That was coming my very up. first podcast episode. That was oh. that that was that was her rookie what episode. Great, it was it was amazing. He's a juggernaut, like he's I don't even know if you could call it like what do you call him? He's like an octa threat because he's just not one thing. It's so mm -hmm. um, it's so intimidating and and annoying at the same time to have somebody <laughs> that, you know, cause sometimes it's that creative all the time, 
artists are so insecure anyway, and as a general species that we are, but there are moments where where you do something and all of a sudden you're, you're really proud of it and you start to feel yourself a little bit like, okay, I'm, yeah, yeah, I might be, I might be good. And then someone like him comes along who writes storyboards, directs, composes, plays instruments, um, Voice does back. voices. Uh, I mean, you're like, just beep, beep, beep off, you know, just, get... <laughs> <laughs> just, just don't even look at me. Like, just, just stop being so amazing so I can shine. I mean, is that so hard? No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I can totally see that. I can totally see that. I think he, even in the even in our episode, he outshone outshined all of us, and it was the really. This is our show. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't even trying. He was You're just Dan. He was just being Meyer, Dan. So it's okay. <laughs> but I, being but Dan. because of that, I can tell you, I had other directing offers on the table at the time that the opportunity came to work on Hamster and Gretel. And I, as much as I had respected and was tempted by those other offers, hands down, getting the opportunity to work with Dan on the show was just, it was a no brainer because I knew that it was going to be the kind of show that I would want to see. Everything mm -hmm. he does is fun and smart and layered in a way that's mm -hmm. really unexpected and brings out the best in my storytelling. So I thought it was a nice pairing and so far kicking butt. Hi, I'm Larry Skeeter and you are listening to the Funny Science Fiction Podcast. Let's see, I did Deep Space Nine. I think on that one, I had this kind of weird hair that went up like that. I was a scientist and I got killed. That was cool. <laughs> then I did another guy who had the, the full headpiece and everything. And I sat at a table negotiating some deal. I remember that, I don't remember which one that was. Then I did another one, which was my favorite. And that was with Scott Bakula. Which one was that? Uh, uh, Enterprise. Correct. Enterprise, yeah. And um, for that, all I had on me, because I've worn a lot of prosthetics, but all I had on me was like a forehead piece that gave me this kind of strange forehead. Um, and number one, Scott Bakula is amazing. Just the greatest guy, great actor. It was a pleasure to work with him. Uh, but I remember, I remember our scene, we had a scene together. Uh, it was kind of like a tractor device. And he comes to me to tell me he wants to help us fight the Klingons. And I'm kind of resistant to that because, you know, what good is he going to do? They're just going to come back. And I'm kind of, and I remember starting that scene and thinking, Oh man, I'm with Scott Bakula. He's such a great actor. <laughs> no, I hope I don't just just totally mess up this scene. And what do I do? And we're practicing, we're blocking, rehearsing, and it's not going well. And I'm thinking, no, no, this is my opportunity. This is a scene, a real scene. I'm like, I'm, I'm close. It's me. And and then and then I had a real revelation as an actor because I started to get really pissed off, really annoyed at the fact that I couldn't figure out what the scene was. And suddenly a light bulb went off of me that my character was annoyed. My character's annoyed. So quit trying to find the character, trying to find the scene, and just play how you're feeling. You're annoyed and you're frustrated with this guy, Scott Bakula, because he's asking you questions. You, you don't know what the answer is. So just go with that. I'm, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm terrible as an actor. I'm so angry. I get, That's the scene. So if you look at that scene, and I always remember that when I look at it, that was like one of the greatest acting lessons I ever had. Because you can actually see me learning in that scene to just play how I felt. What I'm playing in that scene is how I felt that night. And whenever I see it, I'm reminded that if ever I'm on a set and I don't know what to do in a scene, just go with whatever you're feeling, whatever you're feeling. If you love that other actor, and you just want to hug him and embrace him. Just go with that. If you're annoyed with him and you want to 
punch him in the face, go with that. Whatever's real will work. Because, you know, people don't realize this. You can get on a set in a scene as an actor and not know what the heck you're doing. It happens all the time. I've been doing this for 40 some years. Tomorrow I could get cast in something, show up on the set and they go action. I go, what do you mean action? I don't know what the hell I'm doing here. I don't know what I'm doing. What do I play? It's terrifying. They call acting a slippery art because you never really have it in hand. It can slip away at any moment. So the interesting memory I have from that is that particular moment. And I was so grateful because the scene ended up being terrific. Um, and I had such a great time and I was so proud to do a scene with Scott Bakula and, uh, yeah, it was a very good memory. My memories are always about the acting. You know, uh, that's the thing that always strikes me. What was the acting experience like? And that was a real education that night. So, Hi, this is Patricia Tallman, and welcome to Funny Science Fiction Podcast. It's kind of like a football chalk. I mean, they put the football on to kick it. And, it's, and I, I was so tired while they were setting up the lights that I fell asleep. <laughs> And then I start to I start to wake up and I realize there's all these people in the room and I kind of crack my eyes open and they're rehearsing the scene. So I'm like, oh, I better, I better be cool. So and then I fell back asleep. And the next time I woke up, everybody was gone. They had shot the scene and I had missed the entire thing. I was zocked out. So then I'm sitting up there going, hello, um, hello. I'm trying to scoot off of the morgue table. I've got the sheet wrapped around me because I'm nude. And I'm like going, ah, oh, I have to hop down, I suppose, because now I'm, you know, six feet off the ground. And, and Nathan Fillion comes running in the room and he says, Oh, Pat, I am so glad. I'm such a huge fan. I loved you on Babylon 5. I love Night of the Dead. And I'm like, now I'm meeting one of my gorgeous heroes now. <laughs> you know, I, I've got a Y incision. My hair's all slicked back. And I, I, so we, we're talking and a friend of mine who was on the props, he was also props on Babylon 5, came in and took a picture of Nathan and I. And I put it in my book. I'm so proud of it. I, it was kind of a <laughs> random awesome. segue, but I had to have that picture in my book. We hope that this little review that we put together helps bring back some good memories of some of the fun content that we've been able to have over the last year. But we also wanna say thank you because this content isn't available without you, without your support, without your subscriptions and, and following along and, and enjoying the conversations that we're getting to have uh, with these awesome uh, people in the, around this, the science fiction and superhero and fantasy worlds. So again, thank you for all of your support. We look forward to some awesome things. And I do mean some really awesome things are coming in 2022. And again, that's all because of your support. So if you're watching this and you haven't subscribed yet, please take the opportunity to subscribe right now. It's the little button right down there. You can't miss it, but clicking that, make sure that you guys get good content. Take care, everybody.